Alright, so I'm back from another podcast. Today we're going to talk about the rise of Stalin and how exactly he came to be the, the leader of the Soviet Union and how he came to be a dictator within the Soviet Union. So when we talk about the rise of Stalin, we have to consider three things. Number one, he outwitted his rivals. Number two, Trotsky was somebody who was not exactly the best political opponent and how he managed to establish his dictatorship. So let's look at his rivals first. So when Lenin died in 1924, uh, there was a struggle to replace him as the leader of the Soviet Union and there were several candidates. So the first one is Leon Trotsky. Leon Trotsky was a leading member of the Red Army. He played a significant role in the 1917 revolution and later on in the Civil War. He was a brilliant man. He was a great public speaker. He wrote well. He was respected by many as a political thinker. He was regarded by Lenin as the most able man in the party. So this was Lenin's original choice. But because of this, he didn't actually try to win over the support for the key members within the Bolshevik party because he believed that he was definitely going to, su to succeed Lenin. So this arrogance, uh, this hubris and his pride eventually lead to him not becoming the leader of the Soviet Union. Yeah. Now the next person is Lev Kamenev. Okay, he was a member of the Bolshevik party since its formation in 1903. He was trusted by Lenin. He had good leadership and organizational skills. He actually served as Lenin's deputy before, um, but he opposed Lenin on the timing of the, revo the October Revolution. So this was somebody who was very capable. Uh, he also saw himself as being a potential leader of the Communist Party. Our next one is Grigory Zinoviev. He was a member of the Bolshevik Party since the formation in 1903 as well, uh, trusted by Lenin, had good leadership and organizational skills, similar to um, Kamenev. He also opposed Lenin on the timing of the October Revolution. So these two men, very similar in terms of their qualifications, um, and um, they were both likely candidates, or they saw themselves as likely candidates to succeed Lenin. Now the last one is Joseph Stalin. He didn't play a significant role in the October Revolution or the Civil War. He was a quiet man. He was neither liked nor disliked by the party members. Um, Trotsky and many other people within the party saw him as a dim-witted person. Okay? And Lenin was very skeptical about whether he would make a good leader because he, he saw his ambition. Okay? He saw that he was quite a power-hungry individual. He was very doubtful about Stalin's ability to use power with caution. Okay, he actually felt, uh, he as in Lenin, actually felt that Stalin was rude, impatient, and not very attentive to his comrades, and also wanted to remove Stalin from his position of Secretary General. So, Trotsky here is considered the front-runner. No one expected Stalin to become Lenin's successor at all, but by 1929, Joseph Stalin outwits all his rivals to become the leader of the Soviet Union. <laughs> How does he accomplish this? Okay, the first thing that he does is he schemes and he pretends that he's actually very close to Lenin. So when Lenin died, Stalin actually organized a funeral, gave himself the role as a chief mourner, meaning he was the one leading the procession and everyone in Russia actually saw this. Lenin is somebody in Russia who, um, I mean, he, he gained a lot of respect when he overthrew the provisional government, when he fulfilled his promises of land, bread and peace. 
Okay, so for Stalin to do this, it sort of makes it seem like um, Stalin was the, the choice, the first choice for, for Lenin to succeed him. So the second thing he did was that he tricked his rival, the biggest rival, which was Trotsky, into missing Lenin's funeral by giving him the wrong date. So by doing that, the people also realized, oh, Trotsky is not there. Is he disrespecting the legacy of Lenin? Is he so arrogant that he doesn't even show up to uh, Lenin's funeral? So um, Stalin increases his uh, popularity in the eyes of the people, also manages to decrease the popularity of Trotsky amongst the people. So Stalin helped to embalm Lenin's body within a mausoleum. Which What happened was that many of the party members within the Bolshevik party, I mean the Communist Party of course, they were angry that Trotsky did not respect Lenin because he failed to appear at the funeral. So that's Trotsky actually losing more support, even though he already began with very little support. The other thing that um, Stalin did was that he formed alliances with Kamenev and Zinoviev. So he knew that Kamenev and Zinoviev both saw themselves fulfilling this role as the next leader of the Soviet Union. And Stalin himself knew that he needed the support of these two people in order to oust or to get rid of Trotsky. So he actually worked together with them to conceal the, the last will and testament of Lenin, which actually indicated that Trotsky would succeed him as the leader. Once he managed to get Kamenev and Zinoviev to, 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 to keep this will secret, he got rid of Kamenev and Zinoviev. So once they had served their purpose, he eliminated um, the two men by finding new allies within the party. It's, it, in doing so, or in, in abusing his ability and his power as the Secretary General, he actually filled the Communist Party with people who were loyal to him. And this was something that he was able to do because he was the Secretary General. So he was the person who approved the memberships of the people who wanted to join the, the Communist Party. And that's the next point. Because he had his supporters there in important posts, they were the people who were loyal to him, they controlled the the workings of the Communist Party in that sense. So he also controlled the local Communist Parties. He actually put people, again, who were his supporters in charge of these local party communities and they helped to spread his influence amongst the Russian people even more. So as a result, uh, Stalin was actually able to pack a 1925 party meeting with his supporters who actually voted to remove Trotsky from his post. And Trotsky was in a dangerous post because Trotsky was actually still commander of the Red Army. Trotsky was able to mobilize the Red Army to overthrow Stalin and that would have been a serious threat to his um, power grab. Trotsky's weaknesses in terms of his ideology. He drew his support from a very narrow base of people. So just the youth, students and the Red Army. So people who... Um, aside from the Red Army, he didn't have much say or influence. He actually wanted to propose the idea of a global revolution. He wanted to spread communism all around the world. But the thing is that Russia had just come out of a war. Uh, Russia had just come out of World War I. And the party members didn't really find his concept of global revolution very appealing because that would mean that they would have to go and fight wars overseas. And Russia was still struggling to recover from World War I. The party members felt that Stalin's idea of socialism in one country, meaning to focus on the USSR first, was much more practical and they preferred that over Trotsky's. Stalin had actually gotten rid of Trotsky, of Zinoviev, Kamenev. He started to establish an authoritarian regime. 
Okay, so he was a dictator. He ruled over it with absolute political power. He had complete control over his government. He made laws without seeking agreements from the people or the other members of the government. He banned other political parties from the Soviet Union. Basically, anyone who was uh, opposing him was beaten, jailed, or even killed. He used propaganda to persuade people to accept him and to obey him as a rightful leader of the country. Uh, you would have remembered that he actually photoshopped himself into a lot of uh, propaganda images, uh, showing him very close to Lenin, him being the equal of Karl Marx, who was the originator of the ideas of communism. And he always portrayed himself as being somebody who was uh, very kind, like a fatherly kind of figure who was actually watching over all of the Soviet Union. I mean, this was all part of his propaganda machine okay, to increase his cult of personality. He also controlled the education system. He centralized education system under strict government control. Um, schools had to teach Marxist and Leninist ideas to instill complete loyalty amongst people. So with the combination of all these things, by outwitting his rivals, by playing against Trotsky's weaknesses and by establishing his dictatorship, Lenin's eventual successor okay, was no longer Trotsky, it was Stalin. And this was what he burned into the minds of the people in Russia, in USSR. Stalin, even though he was not very um, favorably looked upon, even though he, people actually thought very lowly of him, actually proved himself to be a very cunning and scheming person who managed to seize power for himself in the Soviet Union. So that's how Stalin got to power, that's how Stalin becomes the leader of communist Russia. The the next podcast we're actually going to discuss um, what were some of the impact what some of the impacts of, of Stalin's regime. Okay. And yeah, I'll see you in the next one.